now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger. I'm Leo Wilde. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do a lot. Well, yes. We spend most of our time doing this thing that we do. That's right. Which is driving up and down the roads of America from one campground to another. Yes. And uh, talking about music. That's right. And playing music. You know, it's not a bad it's not a bad be, life. You know? No, it's, that's, yeah. it's okay. It's all right. As long as we get enough, you know, white bread and bologna and some mayonnaise, we're, yep. we're good to go. We're pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers, uh, exactly what is Americana music? Like we're some kind of experts. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> well, uh, we have a, a, definition, a definition, which is right. really an opinion. Right, exactly. Uh, but we feel that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And having said that, boy, that's a big old... Big old pond to fish from right oh, there. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's it just, it, it could be uh, all kind of music. I mean, of course, it could be bluegrass. Well, it could be country. And it could be old-timey. It could be blues. Uh, but then it could be, uh, it could be doo-wop. How about classical? It could be that. It could be Tin Pan Alley. It could be show tunes. It could be Motown. It could be ragtime. <laughs> uh, it could be big band. It could be big band. It also could be cocktail. And you know what else it could be? It could be... Boogaloo. We like Boogaloo. We do like Boogaloo. We just like to say Boogaloo. That's it. That's a good one. Boogaloo. Yep, that's it. Uh, The format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That is correct. And um, we uh, parse them out one at a time. We take turns starting the show. and uh, This is an odd number show. It's an odd number show, uh, episode 133. Right. And uh, uh, oddly enough, Leo, you get to start. Oddly enough. Yes. I want to talk to a guy. Uh, his his given name was Francesco Poalo Lavecchio. <laughs> if you say so, that's a mouthful. Isn't it, it is. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, it, they they eventually just had to shorten it. I mean, it just wasn't rolling off the tongue. You I know. Yes. So eventually, uh, he had it shortened down to Frankie Lane. <laughs> okay. Of course. It was. Of course. Of course. It was. I, I was just about to say that. It was right <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> he was born in uh, 1913, and his parents were immigrants, obviously from guess where. You think Italy? Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, they, uh, they, Good guess. they settled in Chicago's near West Side, and uh, his father worked. Get a load of this. Daddy, what do you do for a living when you go away during the day? Well, son, I'm a barber for Al Capone. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, he was, at one time, he was his, Al Capone's personal barber, right? <laughs> so, well, hey, so, it's a living. It's a living. Better than dying. Well, listen, it gets, it gets a little bit crazier. This cell, that, <laughs> there was a lot of like mob, uh, association within the family, okay. as, so to speak. Uh, he uh, he went to where uh, to have lived with his. Um, 
I think it was his grandfather, and uh, he was his grandfather was killed by rival gangsters. <laughs> so, wow. so he's, I think I'll get out of this and go sing music or something. Now, listen, he had a hell of a career. He had several false starts, things where it looked like he was really getting out there and doing it, and then he'd get knocked back time again, and he just kept coming back. Uh, he was a lot of known for uh, a lot of film soundtracks. For instance, uh, Gunfight at the OK Corral, Blazing Saddles, you know. Wow. And they were, didn't chart as uh, country and western. They were charting as pop or whatever. Uh, so the uh, the ratings were kind of skewed because of that. But listen, you know how we're very interested in all kinds of music, right? You bet. Well, this guy, he was uh, he performed uh, stretching from uh, big band, pop, western theme songs, gospel, rock, folk, jazz, and blues. Man, I mean, he'd sing anything, and he had yeah. the, he had the voice for it, man. In fact, uh, some of his nicknames were, um, let's see, he was he was called America's number one song stylist, and his nicknames were Mister Rhythm, Old Leather Lungs, and Mister Steel Tonsils. <laughs> I like Mister Steel Tonsils. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. <laughs> this, I would great. go with stainless steel tonsils myself. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, listen, he, uh, one of the people he befriended for uh, for life was uh, Nat King Cole. Wow. They just bonded, and they stayed friends. And he was actually a pallbearer at Nat King Cole's uh, funeral. So that, that's something, too. Yeah. Anyway, um, the very last song he did was called uh, Taps, My Buddy, is shortly after the 9-11 terrorist, ex, uh, terrorist attack on America. And uh, he insisted that any money made off of that uh, should go to New York City firefighters. Wow. Uh, in per- perpetuity. That's great. All that money. Okay, so along the way, he did some, some music with Doris Day. Okay. Which brings us to the song I'm going to feature today. Oh, boy. Because I was going, what should I play by Feculate? And I found this one from 1952. Uh, it, it kind of is self-explanatory, but the name, the title of the song is How Lovely Cooks the Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how lovely cooks the meat, oh, how lovely cooks the meat. When I get back home to eat, oh, how lovely cooks the meat. I smell it far away, and I thought of it all day. She's cooking the meat for me, what a meal it's gonna be. Oh, I've cooked a lovely meal. To my man it will appear. When he comes in through the door, he will love me even more. Oh, how lovely cooks the meat, oh, how lovely cooks the meat. When I get back home to eat, oh, how lovely cooks the meat. I smell it far away, and I thought of it all day. She's cooking the meat for me, what a meal it's gonna be. Oh, the stove is much too hot Now the steak has a big black spot And I hope it won't be tough Cause my man must get enough Oh, how lovely cooks the meat, oh, how lovely cooks the meat. When I get back home to eat, oh, how lovely cooks the meat. I'm coming through the door, I cannot wait no more. And at the table, take my seat and put my teeth into that meat. Oh, my dear, your teeth are strong. And I hope 
the stake is burnt and tough I am sure How lovely is my wife, oh, how lovely is my wife. I'll keep her all my life, oh, how lovely is my wife. I'll earn to cook someday. Yes, and then she'll pay her way. Between us, there's no strife. She's a lovely, lovely wife. How lovely goes the meat. Now, if that isn't the way to start off a show, I don't know what is. I'm nearly speechless. <laughs> You've never been speechless. That's true. Wow, that was great, Leo. That was interesting. Yeah, very, very cool song. <laughs> All right, Roger, it's your turn. Okay, well, uh, our pal Katie yes. gave me another great lead. Um, uh, a, a young lady uh, by the name of Tanner L. Schneider. Tanner L. Schneider? Tanner Ellie Schneider, I should say. Oh, okay. Uh, but she goes by Ellie King. Okay. So I, There's another good reason for that, you know. Well, well, she is uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. Oh, and so she needed some separation. Well, there. actually, there's some truth in that. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. She, now, uh, Rob Schneider was her father, and uh, former model London King was her mother. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what she said about her father was she said she's finally in a great loving relationship with her father, but it always wasn't that way. Uh, she said that growing up, she was the chubby girl with a dad that didn't didn't visit very often, and everybody made fun of me and, and were mean about it. Jeez, <laughs> wow! <laughs> so, uh, but she's gotten by that obviously, and that's why she adopted her mother's uh, uh, last name King okay. just to okay. kind of distinguish her career away from her father's. Gotcha. Uh, she's really interesting. Uh, Four time Grammy Award nominee. Two each in rock and country categories. No kidding. So um, she's received honors from the Country Music Association, Academy of Country Music. Um, at age 13, she started playing guitar. And, and listen to the music that she immersed herself in. Otis Redding, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, Etta James, Aretha Franklin, Al Green, Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, ACDC. She has the phrase Dirty Deeds, deeds tattooed on her biceps. Oh, man. <laughs> Wow. And Earl Scruggs. Good grief. So, you know, she, uh, she's she got, you know, great uh, history, you know, I mean, stuff that she studied. But uh, so I found this album. You know, a lot of times I look for the older stuff, but she has an, a brand new album uh, from 2023 called Come Get Your Wife. That kind of got <laughs> drew me in. And and on it, she does a Tyler uh Childer song. We, yeah. We've covered him. Uh-huh. Um, and it's called Jersey Giant. And there's a... There's a, 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 a line in it about uh, hotter than socks on a Jersey Giant. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so there, there was an old phrase, hotter than socks on a rooster. Okay, yeah, Right, yeah. so it's just a little play on that. But it, 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 it kind of threw me. I had to look it up. Let's give it a listen. Ellie King doing Jersey Giant. I remember all them summers Playing till my fingers bled Sing songs and I'd sing with you We'd get drunk and go to bed Just you are. 
Great tip. Thank you, Katie, for that. Good stuff, man. Yeah. All right. Well, Leo, back to you. <clears throat> okay. Now, I'm one of those guys that took it personally when some of my rock and roll idols started selling out and letting their songs be used for commercials. Okay. All right. In fact, I, I, I was absolutely incensed when the Beatles showed up uh, on a commercial, right? Yeah. It just ticked me off. But uh, on the other hand, you got to rethink that a little bit. And, and you'll understand why when I tell you about this next song. Okay. All right. There was this there was this band, and it took me a while to chase them down, because I was looking for this band for the same reason that a lot of other people all of a sudden were interested in this band, and that is that a song that they recorded in 1965 ended up on a commercial for Whole Foods. Okay. It's just a catchy little tune, and it's called Every Beat of My Heart. So I ha- I started tracking them down. They never were a huge band. They never were a huge hit. Uh, they were uh, they were two girls basically the duets Barbara Livesey and Mary Frances Hayes. They were Chicago teenagers, and they recorded uh, for the George Leaner uh, family of labels. They had a whole bunch of small, you know, specialized labels. Okay, uh, and they would move artists around on those labels for different purposes, whatever. But they recorded several songs uh, starting in 1963, a, a song called Mister Steel, and move on down the line, and whatever. And then Every Beat of My Heart was re- released with a flip side on a 45 called Sugar Daddy. It was issued by one of those labels I mentioned. This one was called Marvelous Records. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. And uh, anyway, they, they, Barbara, uh, one of the duet, she resurfaced in 1970 as uh, Barb, Barbara and the Uniques. All right. Okay. Another brief appearance. Now, 
I, when I finally racked down this song, there were a lot of people who had been looking for this song, and the comments were all over the place. Uh, and not the least of which was what I just mentioned. Sometimes a song, but except for this commercial, this song probably would have been lost. Yeah, and, right. You okay. know, I and, and now everybody's totally digging and everything. So look, you're going to you're going to recognize it as soon as I play it. Okay, because you've heard it a million t- times if you watch any of these commercials on TV. Uh, it's from 1965. It's the duets doing every beat of my heart. Great. Yeah, you remember the commercial? I now, sure right? did. Yeah, I recognized it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, maybe we ought to get them up for a sponsorship. You think? <laughs> uh, do they have white bread and bologna? And they do. <laughs> okay. Well, well I, I, maybe not. It's kind of a health food place, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Well, you know what? Uh, it's time for us to uh, get out of here for a bit. We've oh, yeah. used up our time for this segment. That's that's correct. Uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. Yeah, of course. And um, let's see. It's so an odd number. We, yeah, odd number. Yeah. So uh, guess who gets to check that? Guess left, rear, inside, inside door. Yeah. It's your turn. I know. Yeah. I'll pick up the trash and I will clean the cat.
that box. Okay. Have we seen Ardmore this Ardmore? morning? I, I'm not for a while. Must be sleeping in or something. Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. Okay, we'll see. All right, let's get, uh, let's get after it. Let's do that. Uh, we'll be back in uh, just a few. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. We're back. Um, how We're was back. the tire? It's hard for me to talk about this. Uh, why was it? Was it extra uh, it was, challenging today? I'm a little worried. It's four pounds. Oh, really? And that's about as most as it's ever been at yeah. any given time. So right. we've got to keep an eye on that. It was four pounds one other time. One other time, yeah. yeah. So we just have to keep an eye on it. Okay. And I'm all sweaty from fear. <laughs> I can I can smell fear on you. You should be. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. feeling better now. I'm, I'm well, calming down. I'm happy for you, I yeah. guess. No, you're not. No, not really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we are broadcasting uh, this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Clearwater, Florida. Clearwater, Florida. I mean, yeah. you know, every time we get out of Florida, it's a, it's a good time because it's just kind of a pleasant place to be. Yeah, it is. You know, the other than that uh, really fancy place we were. Where, yeah, well, where people yeah. like, yeah, they didn't <laughs> they, want us there. No, they didn't. <laughs> I, mean, I could understand why. I know it was way too good for it, us. It was way. We yeah. were way over our heads. Yeah, on we that were. One. Yeah, but but this Clearwater's been fine. Clearwater's been fine. And, you know, it was originally as so many places are. Uh huh. It was originally the present state of Florida. I uh-huh. mean, and, and Clearwater in particular. Uh, was the home of the Tokobaga people. Ah. I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, anyway, around 1835, uh, it turns out the United States Army kind of discovered it, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, they started building uh, Fort Harrison, right, which is, became a huge military installation down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, uh, the the population, it was just such a pleasant place that after the war and everything, it just continued to grow. Uh, but what happened was that um, the area's population really kind of jumped uh, in 1842, uh, when the Federal Armed Occupation Act came into play. I'd never heard of that. Wow. i never heard of that particularly. Uh-uh. But they offered 160 acres to anyone who would bear arms and cultivate the land. Wow. So there you go, man. 160 acres. That's a pretty good chunk. Gee whiz. And, and the, the name, by the way, Clearwater, is thought to have come from a freshwater spring flowing from near where the City Hall building now is today. And I went by there, uh-huh. and I couldn't find it. Really? No. Not there. I was it all, like a water fountain or anything? Nothing. I, oh. I, I, I said, where's the water? I mean, yeah. I want to taste some of this clear water. I couldn't find any down there. Yeah. Too bad. Anyway, so that's it's a nice, we've had a pleasant time here in Clearwater. The weather's been good, and everybody hasn't noticed this. So. <laughs> that's, it's, that's, that's a plus. Kind of, that's a plus. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Well, uh, people ask us, they say, Derriers. Derriers. What's the deal with you guys? You travel around this great country of ours in that old RV. Yeah. And uh, you stay in Shady Grove RV parks. That's uh, correct. Mostly. I, I, what's, what's wrong with that? I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong I with that. I don't think there's anything wrong uh, with that. Other than the fact that, you know, our, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA have yeah. these things called ranches. ranches. They're kind of homebound. Yeah, they yeah. get to do their uh, show from the relative comfort of their uh, uh, ranches. I'm thinking hot chocolate and puffy slippers. You know? Probably, Who maybe, would know? maybe even a bathrobe. Maybe you even know? a bathrobe. Oh, okay, I don't want to. That, think no, about too that. much, too much, yeah, yeah. too much. Yeah. I don't want to think of uh, uh, Rex Allen Jr. in a bathrobe. No, I don't either. Uh, but for instance, Rex Allen Jr. does have the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the 
Dos Cabezas Mountains. Yeah. Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Right. Uh, not far from where we grew up, actually. Yep, right. Yeah. Uh, Oren Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. And Oren, by the way, is the human footnote of the Derriere. He is, yes. Man, he has so much information. He, he fact checks us all the time, which yeah. is, that's a good thing. Well, and adds to our stories, which he does. is uh, uh, awesome. Uh, and, you know, we, we were whining about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. Oh, these guys have ranches. Why don't we have a ranch? Well, how come we don't have a ranch? Tell our pal Suzanne set us straight. And she said, look at it this way. She said, you have the entire continental United States, border to border, ocean to ocean. Right. You, you might say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's correct. And we roam that range in our RV called... Rambling Nothing bad to say about Rosie. Rosie's treated, treated she, us right. She has. She's yeah. stayed good care of us. So. She but sure has. There you go. All right. Where are we, Roger? I believe it's my turn. I think go. it is, too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to continue down a path that uh, Katie uh, put me on with that uh, Ellie King deal. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And as I was researching that, I ran into, um, uh, uh, she participated um, in a project. It was actually a tour um, that uh, none other than Miranda Lambert put together. Oh, really? And so I look back, uh, we covered, you covered Miranda mm-hmm. Lambert yes. in episode 41. Yep, a while back. Yeah, yeah, so if people want to learn about her, they, her, they can go uh, check that out. But she, uh, her 2019 tour was called Roadside Bars and Pink Guitars. And uh, so she was kind of putting the tour together, and, and she said she didn't put this all-female cast together uh, you know, it wasn't on purpose, okay. but it just kind of happened organically. She okay. said she started looking and, and she, she liked what Ellie King was doing and and uh, found a couple new artists. So she put this tour together. Now, listen to who all was on this. Miranda Lambert, of course, mm-hmm. um, Maren Morris, Ellie King, Ashley McBride, Tennille Towns, and Kaylee Hammock. Wow. Okay, so yeah. I, I don't know all those names, but it'd be something for me to look into. But to kick it off... They put together a, a tune, and they recorded um, a, a a single, which was "Fooled Around and Fell in Love." Okay, well, of course the Elvin Bishop tune. Yeah, but, right? well, we've we've done that one, I think, didn't we? I don't know if we have. We have to go back and check. Uh, yeah. We could check that. Uh, of course, that was from 1975, and uh, but it was that song was actually sung by future Starship vocalist Mickey Thomas. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. okay, all right. So sure. it was uh, sure. uh, Elvin Bishop's band, right? Uh, so that was kind of a cool thing. But anyway, it's really a neat uh, little project. And uh, uh, let's just give it a listen. Uh, it's a single, Miranda Lambert and Cass doing Fooled Around and Fell in Love. Cry. 
there's a super group right there. You know, and that's a, that's a really good rendition of a classic. I mean, yeah. you know, they did a really respectable job with that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm going to thank Katie for putting me on that uh, little tour. Katie, and, she's uh, just a regular tra- treasure trove, isn't well, she? she is. She has some great taste in music. Absolutely. Okay, Leo, well, it looks like it's coming back over to you. I'm going to feature a guy that we met. We haven't actually met him, I don't think. Uh, through uh, the International Western Music Association, of which we are members. Yes. Right? And um, he's, he was uh, getting pretty involved with that. There was a sister organization, I guess, with, with the Academy of Western Artists. Right. We and know they, that. We know about those guys, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he, he uh, submitted some music to both of these and got some recognition on it. But now, here's the thing. The, the name of the band is the Dan Canyon Band. Okay. All right? And um, it's very interesting because the guy's name he goes by Dan Canyon, but that is not his real name. Oh, and he and I he wouldn't tell me his real name. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I, got, I did get in touch with him, you know, and say so we talked a little bit, and I said, no, that Dan Canyon will do just fine. Well, here's a little background <laughs> information on this guy. He's he's originally from Georgia, but at the age of 13, his dad said, how would you like to uh, feel about moving to Washington? And he goes, Washington, D.C.? And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, oh, Washington <laughs> State. Washington State, you know. Ah. And it turned out to be a beautiful thing for this guy. Um, he finished growing up in uh, Palouse County in eastern uh, of eastern near Pullman in a little town by the name of Albion, which has a population of about the size of Rush Center. Oh, it's a small. It's 400 people, they say. Yeah. He said that he had, they had a lot of horses, and he, he learned uh, guitar, and actually, as an adult, was able to make a living as a touring musician for quite a while. So, Wow, that's he, saying he, something. It does. He's a, but listen, he got sidetracked, and he went to work for the airline industry. <laughs> and he spent two, 22 years wow. working for, I think he said American Airlines, you know. Uh, but then, you know, he got out of that and decided to get serious about music. So now, here we go. Here's a story about Dan Canyon, as he told it to me, as he sent me this stuff. He said, uh, and he's, a, I should preface this by saying, he's the real, he's the real deal cowboy. Oh, okay. He lives on a ranch, keeps cattle, and All he right. rides herd, you know, and he, yeah. he drives cattle and stuff. Okay. Awesome. And he said, while moving a small herd of steers from their summer range, uh, he and these group of cowboys he was with them and the cattle, they de- detoured. Uh, to check out this large cave that was said to have been held, uh, have uh, ancient Indian artifacts. Okay. They decided to go check it out. And they found a small cabin, and they decided to stay the night because a storm was coming up, right? So in there, they found a gramophone, one of these old crank-up yeah. record, record players, right? And a stack of uh, saddlebags with a bunch of acetate records in it. Oh, wow. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. This is, this is getting to be a good story here. And in written below the faded Edison labels, right, on these acetates, uh, was the name Dan Canyon Band 1901. All right. Okay, so they settle in. They thought, recognized the name, maybe whatever. But it turns out that these, this, the Dan Canyon guys, were, uh, they were sought after by ranchers because of their knowledge of horses and cattle. They were kind of famous. And they were all mu- musicians. They were pickers. Okay. So the story is that they left to play at a barn dance over Christmas and never arrived. And say they may have fell uh, back victim to bad weather. Uh, something could have happened to them. But, the, you know, they just kind of disappeared. So whoever this guy's real name is, he said, I am Dan Canyon. 
<laughs> All right. And that's my story. And, I'm, and sticking I'm sticking to, to it. it. Right. Oh, that's cool. But it's good stuff. It's a good project and a, and a good album. And so uh, he, uh, I said, listen, I don't usually ask people to tell me what they, you know, but he, suggest one of your songs to me that you like. And he said, I like this one. And this uh, was recorded, I believe, just recently. Uh, and he decided to play Strawberry Road. Dan Canyon Band. Way to go, Dan. And that's not the Strawberry Road you thought you were going to hear, is it? I know. Yeah, it's a whole different song there. Yeah. 
All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Uh, we do. And, but, you know, we were talking about uh, sponsorships and stuff, right. right? Yeah, we keep trying. We but, keep uh, trying. Yeah. And okay. so what, what we kind of came up with this, maybe we're doing this the wrong way. We, yeah, that could be. That could be. You know, maybe we ought to, we ought to go out and, and say, I'll tell you what, we'll endorse your product. Oh, an endorsement. We'll endorse your product oh. if, in turn, you will sponsor our show. That sounds a lot less Becky. That does. Yeah. It kind of puts it in a like, power position. We are becoming yeah. power brokers now. Oh, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, well, that's good to know. So you got to make that assumption in your head there, Raj. Well, a good place to start would be uh, like uh, personal hygiene. Hy- hygiene, like, because so, we, you know, you know. We're pretty conscious about are, that. Yeah. I mean, a couple of guys living in a motorhome, you, you, you don't want to let that get out of hand. No, no, no okay. we, that can't happen. Okay, so. well, do you have anybody in mind? Well, you, you, you suggested one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, give it a listen. Let's, let's see what they think. Okay. Yo-ho, yo-ho, brush, let's all have our voice, whichever you've got ocean. Fifty cents for shaving cream, a dollar for the lotion. Old spice means quality, said the captain to the bosun. So look for the package with the ship that's in the ocean. Yo-ho, yo-ho. That's what we do. That's what we do. We back people up. That's right. That's our, kind of our job. And but we don't always back Rosie up too well. No, not so much. No, we've kind of messed <laughs> up a couple of trash cans. Yeah, but, um, and we got caught at least got, once. That one. What a yeah. cost! Just we had to go down to the you know the Home yeah. Depot. And I know. Buy them a new one. Well, that's all right. That's okay. A little incentive. Yeah. Yes. Drive more carefully. Or, or, or be quieter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the part of the show where uh, we we just get right down and we beg beg people to, yeah, to, we, to we go do. to our websites and check them out. You know, I mean, you're, you're at work anyway, and you're you're on the internet anyway. And then you got headphones. People can't yeah. tell what you're we doing. Can't tell what you're doing. That's so, right. Uh, go check it. We put a lot of work into it. We uh, do. The one for this show is. The Derriers.com. And our usual oh. disclaimer. Oh, we, be, we implore you. Yeah, don't forget the. the. It's very important. Oh, it's a tiny word. But it's a, if you but forget what you it, see, it's not so tiny. Oh, if, if you, you forget it. it. If, yeah, you, if forget you forget it, it, you will never forget you it. Never forget oh, yeah. it again. No. That's no. for sure. That's right. Well, of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three on the front of it there. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you jump in there, you're going to find our, our albums for sale. We got yeah. CDs we can ship to you. We got new t shirts that yeah. are going like hotcakes. We've, awesome. we've actually got to reorder some of those. We run out we of do. sizes yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah. So yeah, get on there and uh, come on, support your you know friendly neighborhood derriere. That's right. <laughs> get behind us, would you? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go to either website, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true. Uh, and yeah. if you check it out, we're pretty sure you'll be contented. contented. But boy, there's getting to be a whole bunch of there them, is. and you could become confused, confused, which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll uh, walk you through it yeah uh you can there are contact us tabs on both websites or you can get right to us with our email addresses uh mine is roger no d at the com, and mine is leo also no d because why would you uh, right at the com. right right hey and you know if you go to the com and go to the americana roadshow tab you can listen to uh, or download and listen to at your leisure any of our past episodes. Preferably while wearing your oh, leisure, leisure suit. suit. That's yeah. right, yes. Somebody's going to do that one of these days. They will, and, and they're going to get a CD. Uh-huh. You know. Send us a picture. Send us a picture. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, hey, hey, you know what else? What else? Uh, you can also find any of our past episodes now on Spotify. Spotify. It's yeah. on Spotify. It is. Yay, And you can Spotify. also find it on Stitcher. It's 
Spotify, and, and on TuneIn, Spotify, and Amazon so, Music, and Spotify, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, <laughs> and of course, yeah, of course, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Yes, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go, go nowhere without, without the, the derriers." That's correct. Yeah, thanks, Mike. All right, Roger. I think uh, we ended up uh, that commercial at the end. I don't know. We'll have to see how that works. I don't know. We'll see if this new tactic uh, yeah. works. Too. We're being more aggressive now. We're not. Yeah. Not, we beg for a lot of stuff, but we're not yeah. begging for spot. Now we're no. demanding it. Well, they, people, in a nice they, way. they need us. They need us. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I think it's your turn to bring us on to the table here. Well, I'm going to tumble to the bottom of this uh, <laughs> rabbit hole I've been in. Uh, and after uh, listening to uh, Fooled Around and Fell in Love, I, th- I I looked and we have not covered Elvin Bishop. Uh, you know, I wondered about that. I'm surprised yeah, about that, I am right? Too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was born in 1942, uh, you know, and he was an original member of the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. Okay, of course, there you go, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of that group in 2015 and the Blues Hall of Fame in his own right in 2016. Right. So, yeah. It's interesting. He said he feels that the limitations of his voice have helped his songwriting. Mm, okay. now, I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, <laughs> anyway, he grew up in a farm near Elliott, Iowa, and his family moved to Tulsa when he was 10. And then uh, uh, he attended uh, Will Rogers High School. We've, uh, yeah. Other people have attended that. That's correct. Uh, he won a full scholarship to the U- University of Chicago as a National Merit Scholar. Oh. And he moved to Chicago, and uh, he majored in physics. Man, we're walking in tall cotton here. Uh-huh, yeah, man. A, a smarty pants. Yeah. <laughs> in, in 1963, he met harmonica player Paul Butterfield in the neighborhood of Hyde Park. Oh, man. And he joined his blues band. He remained with them for five years. Now, originally, he was Butterfield's only guitarist, but um, Mike Bloomfield yeah. uh, joined the band, mm-hmm. and he pretty much took over the lead guitar role uh, for the band's first two albums. But then he left, and so the third album was called The Resurrection of Pig Boy Crabshaw. <laughs> And it took its name from Bishop's, Bishop's nickname and his renewed role as lead guitarist. Oh, man. I never knew that. I didn't either. <laughs> I had great? no idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, anyway, but during his time with the Butterfield Blues Band, he met blues guitarist Lewis Myers. Oh, okay. At a show. Uh-huh. And uh, Bishop persuaded Myers to trade his Gibson ES-345 <gasps> for Bishop's Telecaster. Oh. And mm. Bishop... He liked it so much that he never gave it back. Really? <laughs> and he used it throughout his career. <laughs> so, uh, but dips, he, dips, dips. Uh, yeah, he never gave it back. Uh, and he named it, uh, named the guitar Red Dog, which is a name he got from a roadie for the Almond Brothers band. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, uh, we already did the, the kind of his biggest hit, Fool Around and Fell in Love. But, uh, he had an album in 1974 called Let It Flow, and, mm-hmm. and I want to feature a tune on there called Groundhog.
Road music, and that's one long fade there. One fade there, Alvin. long fade. Come on, boys. Enough, Alvin. Okay, Get, enough, enough, you, enough. Thank, no, that's okay. Enough. No, he's still going. Done. done. That's okay. Done. Okay, now done. he's done. Now Fine. He's done. Okay, good. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now it's your turn, Lee. Now it's my turn. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, you know how it is. We end up, and we mentioned this a lot. We end up looking for one song, and we end up going totally different direction and, all the time and, and everything. So um, I was kind of digging around, and I had you know plenty of songs ready to go here, but. I was. Uh, we were talking about Scott ha- Rabko. Yeah, and our buddies back in Kansas City. And you better believe and, and it. Scott put together this kind of collection of oddball songs once and loaded it up. And we we've been kind of listening to it off and on, and actually featuring featuring songs oh, off of that. Yeah, list. It, it's every song in that is that virtual mixtape is right. uh, just great. So I I was listening for you know some inspiration, and I run across this surf surf sound, this surf you know guitar song. Okay. And I'm going. That's pretty interesting. And, I'm, and it says um, it doesn't. Really, he never says who's playing the things. You know, or sometimes okay. and he does. But so I started tracking it down, trying to figure who are these guys. You know, I got had the name of the song. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out it's a song called. It's a band called the Crossfires. Okay. All right. Who are the Crossfires? I don't know. I have no idea. I can't find anything about the Crossfires out uh-huh. there anywhere. So I finally uh, went onto a, another one of our search engines, right? And I I typed in Crossfires, and the turtles kept coming up. Why am I going to the turtles when I'm looking for the crossfires? Okay, here's the backstory. Wow, I can't wait. Okay, now we featured we featured the turtles on on this program before, and we may do it again. They're they're a great band. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to 1963, and uh, there were these two guys that met. Uh, they were going to the same high school in Los Angeles, right? Howard Kalen and uh, Mark Volman were their names. Okay. And uh, so um, when he gets to the school, he finds this guy, he's singing uh, in a, an acapella choir, right? And the two guys kind of bond, and they start singing in the acapella choir. Well, one of them had a little surf band uh, on the side called the Night Riders, right? Okay. So they get in there, and they think they're pretty good at it, and they both play saxophone, as it turns out. So now there are a couple of saxophone players, <laughs> and they're and they're doing this thing with this band, and they're having a good time, and they actually get a little. Uh, they 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 keep going all the way through. Well, the various members went to college and everything. They just kind of kept playing. So uh, anyway, they uh, they were supported, got a lot of support from a local DJ uh, from uh, KRLA and uh, KFWB out on the West Coast there, and uh, they he uh, he got got him out there and got him famous playing their records, you know, on the air and everything else. So eventually, they meet some other guys, 
and they formed a band called the Turtles. Oh, wow. All right, so these two original guys, the two saxophone players, are now in a band called the Turtles. So we've moved on from the surf rock thing. Wow. Okay, so they go up, and, you know, the Turtles ran into some trouble. Uh, It wasn't their problem, but there were issues with the label and everything, and they gave it up in 1970. And the two guys that left there to go on and formed uh, Flo and Eddie. Oh, yeah. Who he featured on this. Okay, we uh, you covered them. Uh, That's right. Uh, yeah, That's our two saxophone player friends Yeah, from the Crossfires. Okay. Hey, I just looked it up. Uh, show uh, 108. 108. If anybody wants to check that right. out. We're at, what, 133 or something yeah, now? Yeah, we're 133 right now. So a little ways back. Who's counting? It was, it's a great story under any circumstances, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so now I've got the band. I've got this surf song. But I'm looking through. I finally find a little uh, bunch of other songs. And there's one song in there that just jumps out at me. And I'll tell you why. Why? <laughs> I, I can't wait. The song is called Silver Bullet. Okay. okay? And what it is, Roger, it's a song that you and I did with the Spontaneous Combustion. Really? Yeah. Also known as the theme song for The Lone Ranger. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> they, wow. They, re, they did this song, and they call it Silver Bullet. And oh. this was recorded in 1963. Cool. So now you know the whole story. But give this a listen, man. It cracks me up. Can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> Man. Scott Hapco, Rabco, Rabco, thanks yeah. for getting us uh, down that rabbit hole. That was fun. Inspiration, man. Yeah. Hey, look at what time it is. Oh, yeah. We got to get out of here. We are out of time. And we got to decide where we're going here. Uh, so. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, 
you what I throw uh, the, you throw the dart. I'll get the map. Get the map. Okay. Watch out for Ardmore. It's okay. back there someplace. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, easy, easy boy, easy boy. Okay, uh, it's on the wall. Okay, all right. Yep. You get the dart. Oh yeah, the dart. Hold on for a second. We should coordinate this better. Well, I don't know. Okay, I uh, got it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. It's okay. right here. Uh-huh. Uh, get in the circle. Uh, okay, I'm in the circle. Here we go. Yep. One, two. two. Three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, oh wow. Straight oh, oh, back oh, man. up the map. Way up on the... Okay. Uh, New Jersey. We've Jackson, been there before. Yeah, yeah. Jackson Township, New, New Jersey. Uh, townships always uh, scare me. I know, they're kind of crazy. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, we'll find that out. All right, Rod. Uh, okay. Hey, on the way out of town, we got to stop and get cat food. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, he's been getting a little angry. I know, I don't yeah. want Ardmore to be angry. No, oh, I, I got it. Okay. Okay, well, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. Remember to look out behind you. It's, it's the Derriers. Derriers.